Welcome back, everybody. This is Brad with the Adult Bible Study Companion for Mount Washington Missionary Baptist Church. We invite you to come out and be with us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, every Wednesday at 6.30 for Bible study at 5.30 Delania Drive in beautiful Mount Washington, Kentucky, 40047. So we are today in the 21st chapter of Genesis, and this chapter is basically split into about two different halves. The first half, we have the promise finally made good on. It's a joyous occasion for Sarah and Abraham with uh, the birth of Isaac. And in the last half of the chapter, we revisit our old friend, the, uh, the king Abimelech. So starting out the 21st chapter. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. So one thing we see there is that God always makes good on his promises, and he makes good on his promises at the time he says he's going to make good on them. Not always in our time, but in his time. And so uh, Sarah conceived at exactly the time that God said that she would. Verse 3, And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Isaac circumcised his son, excuse me, and Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was an hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. Okay, let's pause there for a second. So, um, God had said that the, the boy's name was going to be Isaac, and, and Isaac meant to laugh. And we will see how that will follow him, not only through, uh, you remember Sarah's initial doubt when she laughed when she heard that she would have a son. Abraham laughed when he heard he would have a son. And now Sarah is saying, all that see it are going to laugh with me. So his name is filling, uh, are fulfilling, and we will also find out something about his older brother, Ishmael, at this point as well. So, um, starting going back to the sixth verse, verse, well, let's go back up a little bit. It said, Abraham um, circumcised Isaac when he was eight years old, and that was a big thing as well. Remember, God had given him an ordinance to uh, to do, and as we talked about back then in those chapters, the uh, the ordinance of circumcision has been replaced with a new ordinance. And what is that ordinance? Uh, new Testament stuff there. So, six verse, and Sarah said, "God hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear." will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And so this is a joyous occasion. Whenever God fulfills a promise and does exactly what he says he's going to do, we ought to sit back, we ought to rejoice. And this is a very happy time uh, for them. Uh, Abraham, 100 years old here. I don't know exactly how old Sarah is, but she's up in age too. And they're laughing, and this is just a joyous time, and they're honoring God by observing his ordinances, and um, they're just having a great time here because God answered their prayers. Praise God. And as the child grew, this eighth verse, and was weaned, 
and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. So Abraham threw a great feast, not on the day that Isaac was born. Uh, that would have been probably hard on Sarah. Um, he, I think, depending on what you read, this could have been from three to five years later when he finally threw this feast, again giving God the glory. Uh, the feast was not just something they had amongst themselves in a tent. They invited all their friends and neighbors and made a great event out of it to say, look at what God has done for us. So this is several years down the road. Verse 9, And Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian. This is Ishmael he's talking, she's talking about. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, which she had borne into Abraham, mocking. Uh-oh. Wherefore, uh-oh's mine. <laughs> Tenth verse, Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be an heir with my son, even with Isaac. Woo. Okay, now, Sarah and Hagar did not get along. Um, and But this is something that Sarah just could not put up with. She saw Ishmael mocking Isaac. And that is an offense. Um, Isaac is 12, 13 years younger than Ishmael right here. And mocking, uh, you know, you would think to be a teenager at that old you would have, you would be treating your little brother. You might be playing with him. You might treat him with a little respect, but he was mocking him here. Perhaps he was treating him roughly. Uh, it makes it, it gives us an insight into who Ishmael was. And we know what religion springs from Ishmael. Uh, but this was an offense. And also, a little extra reading you might want to look at. Flip over into Galatians. The fourth chapter, starting around the 22nd verse, and we will uh, read, Paul will expound to us about the spiritual components between Ishmael and Isaac there. So uh, the fourth chapter of Galatians, starting around the 22nd verse. Uh, Go ahead and and read that and see what Paul has to say about it. Uh, But, so Sarah's not going to have this mocking business. So 10th verse. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be an heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. And all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also of thy son the bondwoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed. And we've talked about that at length previously. 14th verse. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it into Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered into the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat her down over against a good I'm start I messed that all up. And she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bowshot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. So this is the second time Hagar has wandered back out in the wilderness. She was exiled, so so to speak. The water that Abraham and gave her dried up. And now again her son's thirteen, fourteen years old and 
thinks they're going to die. And God had visited her once before in this position. He's going to do it again. 17th verse. And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. So God, again, making good on his promises. He's not going to let Ishmael die there in the desert. He promised Abraham he's going to make a nation out of him. Arise, 18th verse, Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. And God was with the lad, and he grew, and dwelt in the wilderness, and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt." So that's the first half of that story. We hear about how Ishmael grew up and um, said he was going to be a wild man. His hand was going to be against every man. And he was not uh, living in the promised land of Canaan. He went into the wilderness of Paran. And um, his mother finally takes a wife for him out of the land of Egypt. And, of course, later we know that the nation of Islam raises up out of the lineage of Ishmael. So now we pick an, into the second half of this story. We're transitioning. 22nd verse it says, And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Philcol, the chief captain of his host, spake unto Abraham, saying, God is with thee in all that thou doest. Now therefore swear unto me hereby, God, that thou wilt not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son. But according to the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me, and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. 22nd verse, we go back and look and said, uh, God is with thee in all that thou doest. You know, when God's with you, people take notice. And they want to be part of that. And uh, also, remember Abimelech's history with Abraham here. He asks them a, a question. Or, or he commands them, take it. Swear to me here that thou will not deal falsely with me. Do you think that he remembers how Abraham and Sarah got him into trouble earlier? <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, so he's getting Abraham to recommit. And Abraham said, I will swear. 25. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. So Abraham agrees to... Uh, not deal falsely with them, but right as soon as they, or as soon as we know of, as we read here, as soon as they make this covenant, um, there's an issue. And so he goes to Abimelech and, and talks about this well of water that Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I wot not who hath done this thing, neither didst thou tell me, neither yet uh, heard I of it, but to today. And so Abimelech's basically saying, you know what? I didn't know anything. I didn't have anything to do with it. Um, we made this promise. I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm going to take care of it, though. 27. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave unto them and gave them into Abimelech. And both of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set by themselves? And he said... <coughs> For these seven ewe lambs shall thou take of my hand, that they may be a witness unto me that I have digged this well. Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, 
because there they swear, both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up and Philcal, the chief captain of his host, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba and called thereon the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham sojourned in the Philistines' land many days. So the Philistines' land is a strange country. You know, they're not necessarily fearful of God a lot of times. You don't hear too many good stories about the Philistines. But Abraham uh, sojourns there many days, and he never forgets God. He makes a home there, and he continues to call upon the name of the God, uh, name of the Lord. And him and Abimelech come to an understanding, and so Abraham's going to be able to live there peacefully. So that is the 21st chapter of Genesis. I would encourage you to, again, read over in the 4th chapter of Galatians for some spiritual insight on Isaac and Ishmael. And I also, again, welcome you, invite you to come out to Bible Studies Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, Wednesday evening, 630, 530 Delania Drive, Mount Washington, Kentucky, 40047. God bless. We look forward to talking to you soon.